0: Another Friday, another opportunity to crack open a cold one. Oh no, this isn't going as smoothly as I thought. Hold on, let me get... Yeah!
1: Oh, that level. That level was good.
0: Welcome to Punk Goes Pod, the internet's only podcast that dives into the world of Fearless Records' Punk Goes Ellipses compilation series. That was my attempt at a cool... Cold open. Yeah. what do you think?
1: I think your intros are perfect. Oh. In you should do the intros from now on.
0: So, by cold one, I am talking about a 200ml can of vanilla Coca-Cola. This is some
1: heavy duty shit right here. Yeah. I'm still unwell. I'm better than I was in the last episode. Yeah. But because we did the last episode kind of middle of the week and, you know, it's only been a few days. Ooh. There we go.
0: Oh, and we also get a train in the back. Yes.
1: How fucking loud would that be? Because the train station is not that close.
0: It's one of those old school, like, steam trains that comes through, obviously. Yeah. But, yeah.
1: That is cool, though. Thomas.
0: (sighs) Yeah. No, we got Thomas the Tank Engine on the pod. What do you think of this song? Oh, he's gone. Oh, well. It was worth a shot. It's like
1: trying to coax boss into saying something <laughs> yeah.
2: on the pod.
0: <laughs> but yes, we are getting better health-wise. Yes. Well, I'm I'm about 91%. You're sitting in about a...
1: I reckon it's made my voice even sexier. <laughs> so,
0: I just have this thing whenever I get sick. I feel, like, I feel for all intents and purposes, well... But it just stays in my throat and my chest, or my chest more so. So like whenever I laugh, it's just this revolting like smokers' laugh, like I've been <laughs> smoking like two, three, four, five packs a day for like years.
1: It's, for as long as I've known you, you've been a two hundred and twenty-five cigarettes a day yeah, gal. I just so.
0: I just can't get off them those yep. ciggies. Yeah. Enough about our vices, be they coke or cigarettes.
1: Every time I take a sip, I want to just be like, oh yeah. <laughs>
0: Or, oh, like, when you're a kid and you start to...
1: Oh, yeah. What, well, I took a sip?
0: Can I continue, please? Yes, absolutely. It reminds me of when you're a kid yeah. and you do that thing where every time you take a sip and you go...
1: <sighs> As an adult, I still do that sometimes. You do, like do on that. A, on a hot day, when I drink some real, like...
0: When some... I drink Coca-Cola, this refreshing beverage...
1: I prefer the taste of vanilla Coca-Cola. Mm. Hits Sorry. me in that smooth spot.
0: <laughs> you were saying? <laughs>
1: just like on a really hot day when I'm drinking really cold water and it just hits me right.
0: Oh my it's god. it's just
1: like,
2: oh yes, this
0: is amazing. Yeah. It's always after of going to a concert for me. Like, mm. that first sip of water after I'm absolutely parched. I'm just like, yes. But...
1: It's, yeah. Like where, because we started this midwinter. -hmm. And we had our first like hot day for the season, like really hot day for the season. Had me thinking, man, what's it going to be like when we're doing this? When we there'll be a day where we have to do this on a 44 degree day.
0: I guess that's just a problem for future us because I do not want to think about that. Yeah. I guess like our setup is somewhat portable. Like we can go to the balcony, we can go to the other room. We'll just have to deal with a lot of like background noise from our shitty air conditioning setup. Mm. We don't have aircon, guys. We have like those portable ones, and it is the pits.
1: I guess we'll need an angel to come and help us.
0: E- so So coming
1: we- through the post because it's been sent to us.
0: Yes. On that note, we should. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Please. I'm not gonna do
1: this every time. It's a joke. Thank you. You fell for it.
0: So, this week we are looking at Send Me an Angel by the band Real Life as covered by Thrice. And this, uh, uh, I was going to say this occurred, this featured on Punk Goes Pop Volume 1. The first. Yes. Well, the
1: first pop. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, second in the entire series, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Samuel. What do you think of this song?
1: Samuel. What? I was trying, oh, yeah, I was yeah, trying to yeah, make yeah. your name sound long. Gotcha. What do I think of the song?
0: Do we want to jump into that? Do we have anything else we want to cover? I feel like I'm still riding off the high of how good that cold open was that I can't... It was pretty great. I know.
1: Um, like I said, like it's been sort of short... A short distance between the previous episode and this one. Mm. Um. Nothing has really happened. Yeah. We went to... My nephew's birthday party.
0: We did. (laughs) Happy 13th birthday, Aries. Yes. Um, yeah. What else?
1: Nothing. I was sick all week.
0: Yeah, same.
1: I think the the night that I went, like, that we recorded, it was, like, then for the rest of the week, and I feel like a sack of shit.
0: (laughs) So, yes.
1: Were you watching me as I drank, like, worried that I might do it again?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now that you say that, probably subconsciously, yes. (laughs) Because I do know your tendency to push the envelope just a little bit, just to see.
1: Sometimes I don't know when a joke's dead.
0: That's fair. I'm the same.
1: Sometimes I'm that guy that's like, let's just do one more. Yes. One more will be funny. Yep. Uh, What I think of the song. Um, Yeah, fuck it. Let's go. Let's get into it. (laughs) Yep. I love the song. So six 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 and a half minutes, our shortest All one. All
2: right,
0: bye. Um, yeah, see, I am... This is probably the most indifferent I've been about a song. Really? I know, and I don't know why. There's plenty to like about it, but for some reason it's just like, meh. Maybe it has just caught me on a week where I don't have any energy left, and so I'm just kind of like, yep.
1: <laughs> it... If you don't have energy, it's not that song that's going to make you energised. No. It's not that song. Um, yeah, were we doing something like... Were we doing one of our previous episodes, you know, were we doing Harvey Danger or the Men in Black song mm. um, or one of your Taylor Swift songs? Yes. Then yes. that probably would be enough to make you go, fuck yeah, I'm into this. But it's not that song. Mm.
0: Before we talk about how much you love it versus how much I... I'm indifferent to it. Shall we talk about the band? Yeah. I think, again, seeing as you did all the thorough research on this, I am going to let it... uh, Yeah. Just go for it.
1: (laughs) I became, and it was when I was researching this band, I became fiercely loyal to them when I found out that they're from our town of Melbourne. Yeah. As well.
0: I guess, like... We're in, like, greater Melbourne. Yeah, it
1: didn't... Look, their Wikipedia page is pretty spare, so it doesn't even have a picture of them. Um, it just says Melbourne. Yeah. On the Wikipedia page.
0: So, like, unless they grew up, like, in the CBD.
1: I... I remember I got sassed when I moved away to go to university in another state. And I... It was, like, the first day in one of my classes... And the teacher was from from Victoria as well. And it was like, you know, say who you are, you know, where you're from, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And so I was like, oh, my name's Sam. I'm from Melbourne. And he's like, oh, what part of Melbourne are you from? I'm like, oh, I'm from riots right, in the Mornington Peninsula. He's like, oh, I didn't realize the Mornington Peninsula was in Mel- was classified Melbourne.
0: Oh, for goodness sake.
1: <clears throat> and then he said at one point, because I learned that he was from somewhere like, a couple hours out of Melbourne. And he said a couple weeks later, like, oh, yeah, I'm from Melbourne. And I'm like, um, excuse me?
0: <laughs> Does a, that classify as Melbourne? What a dickhead. Yeah. Did he cop that? Like, was he oh, like... Oh, he laughed. Good. He
1: was, was pretty chill.
0: What a wanker. But,
1: yeah, it was kind of... It was just, like, the first time, like... Just, like, a first remark that made me go, oh, you're a bit of a dick. It's
0: just, like... Like, it's not like I'm going to go to someone in an entirely different state when they say, where are you from... I'm not going to go, I'm from, insert, specific suburb here. Because no one fucking knows it. Like...
2: I get it. You're either from from
0: Melbourne or you're from country Victoria or you're from, like, another big place like Wodonga or something like
1: that. It's like like if someone... Like, you say you're from...
0: Wodonga's not a big place. Shout out to (laughs) Maddie Rendell. (laughs) Continue.
1: (laughs) But you you say you're from... Yes. Because... That's the most no noticeable, mm. like, that's the place that, you know, people will 90% of the time know. If you actually say I'm from <laughs> people are going to go, well, where's that? Oh, and then my... you have to explain. Oh, it's <n->
0: <laughs> But yeah, it's like the rule of thumb for talking about where you're from is, like, pick the closest, like, population centre. Like, the place with the biggest. Yeah. And that's where you're from for all intents and purposes. And then you can be like, oh, I'm a bit further X of this, like north, south, east, west, whatever. Like anyway. Yeah.
1: But I just yeah, I'm not a person who feels terribly proud of where he's from. I'm not like, you know, the person whose identity is being Australian. And there are people whose identity is their Australian person. People yeah. who are fiercely proud and like everything Australian has to be
0: Like by treasured. Way or the Highway, yeah.
1: And it's like, like I've been called un-Australian because I don't like cricket.
0: That's just not cricket, Sam.
1: But, okay, so I'm un-Australian because I don't like an English sport.
0: I want you to acknowledge that was a very good joke.
1: I don't get the joke.
0: You know that saying... <sighs> Our son is being very cute right now. He's staring me dead in the eye while he licks his paw. Slightly threatening. Um... You know that phrase, it's just not cricket?
2: No. Are
0: you? Okay. So, that's just not cricket is something you'd say of, like, that's not right. Like, right in the sense of, like, in terms of just the general world order. Like, that's not... That's just not cricket. Like, ah.
1: I'm just gonna... I'm gonna put this out there, and I hope I don't offend, but to all the people who really love cricket, have you really watched cricket? Have you actually sat down and watched it with an unbiased view or are you watching it going well this is an australian sport this is what australians love so i must love it yeah. honestly that game is piss boring i can get un- i can get afl an exciting afl game sure that's that's exciting and it's and it's interesting a good rugby game is interesting but cricket come on that's the hill you're going to die on is cricket but what i was trying to get at before is I became fiercely loyal to real life, knowing that we basically shared a little bit of land.
0: Yeah. Well, fair enough.
1: And this is our first Australian band that we're talking about, the first Australian artist.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah, good point. And we
1: won't really get to talk about too many, so...
0: No. So, it's not cricket is an English language phrase, obviously, meaning unsportsmanlike conduct in sports, in business, or life in general. So when I said, that's just not cricket... I was saying, for you to not like cricket was just not cricket. It was just not right.
1: Well, oh, shit! You better penalise me then.
0: Do they do penalties in cricket? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I-
1: Red cards, maybe? I don't no. know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hate. You get,
1: a, you get a good talking to. It's cricket. Like, what's the what's the worst thing that you know? It, I don't know. Ice no. hockey, they get into fights with one another, and then they're put in a box for five minutes, and then they come back out and play again.
0: Yeah, the worst, that's, that's hilarious, or sort of like a naughty corner.
1: It is, but it's like, it's not like you're out for the game, you're out for five minutes.
0: Is hockey a Canadian origin thing?
1: Uh I don't know. Hockey would be Canadian it is, that or... is the
0: most Canadian penalty ever, like, you would just go sit in the corner.
1: Oh, sorry. Yes. <laughs> see, hockey, hockey is a dope sport. <coughs> I would, if I, if we went, I'd love to go to Canada, and yeah. when we do, I'll go see a hockey game. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: That'd be pretty great. Um, I was going to say something and I've already forgotten what it was. Uh, oh yeah, like the worst thing that has happened in cricket is that Australia got caught ball tampering that guy, Steve Smith or whatever his name is. From American
1: Dad, I know.
0: (laughs) And then, yeah, I just, I have a lot to say about sport in general and I'm not going to.
1: For someone who really does not care about sport, you have a lot to say about sport.
0: It just... Yeah. I don't know.
1: Jerry Seinfeld had a really good joke about sport where it's like, people get really happy when their team wins. It's like, we won, we won. No, they won. You just picked the right shirt. Yeah. But anyway, look, I'm not trying to rag on anyone's good time. Look, I understand the whole community aspect of sport. Just don't tell me that I'm not an Australian person because I don't like a fucking sport, alright? Yeah. I don't like cricket then that's fine. I don't like cricket. I'm not going to tell you that, you know, cricket's a British sport anyway, even though we all know that.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
0: I really don't have anything to add to this. I have a feeling you're going to be doing most of the talking that's actually useful for people this week. But on that note, (laughs) do you want to continue your facts about real life?
1: Yeah, I'm trying to find them. Um, Yeah, so I, I put in a big bold thing. Um, I didn't know they were from our town until researching this episode, but the moment I knew we've walked the same streets, I became fiercely proud of the band. Hyphen, Sam. Yeah. Bold. Um, So, this is yet another one of those cases where, you know, the only member of the band is the lead singer as well. Like, it's just, it seems like a very punk and... Hardcore and metal. The only
0: hit. member, you mean the only continuing member?
1: Yeah, sorry. Cause no, they, no, no, that's okay. Because yeah, they're from. They formed in 1980. So the only continuing member, as gotcha. yes, you're right. No,
0: uh, no, that's no. I was just like, oh, is this like one of those weird things where it's like him and he just hires a bunch of people.
1: I have an excerpt about that. Ah, well, in an interview with the Chaos Control DigiZine, David Sterry, the lead singer, mm-hmm. um, had this to say about Real Life's lineup. The lineup of real life these days is just me and whoever is standing behind me playing on a live show. It's just the way it's ended up.
0: That's kind of depressing.
1: Apparently, there were some legal issues, but he said, oh, not with any of the band members. So, I don't know who the legal issues would be with, but yeah.
0: I guess. I don't know, it could be similar to, like, Paramore, how there's the whole setup of, like, my understanding, at least, and I am saying this with a huge caveat of I'm probably wrong, is just in terms of contracts and stuff. At least for a patch, like Haley Williams was like the person receiving all the like royalties, and st- or not. I don't know. Like she was, for all intents and purposes, the band, and then the other band members were like contractors. So, like, yeah.
1: Yeah, that that raises an interesting point at what, where do you, where do you, where do you stop receiving, I guess, royalties, pretty much? So if you, you know, previous members of the band, like the previous members of the band, do they still get a little bit of chunk change when Misery Business plays somewhere?
0: I, hmm.
1: You know? Yeah. You know, and that's
0: like, we do a Paramore show at some point, because I would like to go into it, because it's just a really interesting case.
1: I thought you meant we were going to do a Paramore podcast. I was like, no.
0: Well, I'm going to do a Paramore podcast, and it's going to be called... Cool. We've had this exact same joke before.
1: About Paramore?
0: I think so. No,
1: about Taylor Swift.
0: No. No, I feel pretty like... pretty sure
1: you've said... Doesn't matter. It's yeah. <laughs> so one of those things we could have Five this argument.
0: Later, I'm pretty sure.
1: <laughs> we could have this argument, but I'm going to stop us now, because it's just so ridiculous.
0: <laughs> I'm having a day where I'm, like, hyper-conscious of my talking. And I think it's because my ears are blocked. Yep. So I can hear it like inner and outer voice at the same time. Yeah. And I feel like all my S's are very like... like,
1: You sound fun. I think my voice is a bit jacked though.
0: It's just very husky. Ooh. Okay. We really need to try and just fucking stay on track. And that's That's me saying that to me. We're doing a great episode.
2: Yeah. It's excellent. Um,
1: So they're currently saying... Sained. They're currently signed... (laughs) They're currently saying to American label a different drum mm-hmm. uh, and in their 39 years, yeah 1980 they formed. 80,
0: 90, 2000, <laughs> 2010.
1: Holy crap. Yeah, nearly 40 years.
0: That blows my mind that the 80s were like fucking 40 years ago. Well,
1: 1980
0: was. Well, Yeah.
2: Yeah. Not even, yeah, yeah, not even yeah, yeah.
1: 40. Gotcha. Though. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they've only recorded five studio albums.
0: So, hang on. So they've been around for 39 years. Yes. Divide by five. So, like, an al- Ugh, an album every, like, six years? No. More than six. Oh, my God. What well, is wrong with that? Five eighths is
1: 40. So, but like, yeah, every, every like...
0: like, seven to eight years. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They done compilation. That's pretty and cruisy.
0: And such, yeah, but... true. That's pretty cruisy. I but... wonder if they had to have other jobs. Actually, yes. Don't don't bother answering that. I'm sure they did.
1: Well, I'm sure the other members. Um, I'm sure the other members did. Maybe David Sterry can get by on, on, you know, real life and send me an angel. Yeah. I don't. It is their song. It's their one song. They had they another. Are... They did have another song from this same album hmm Can't remember what it's called, though.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, for all intents and purposes, they are a one-hit wonder.
1: So, I had a bit of trouble trying to find the album, because I wanted to have a list- bit of a listen to it, and I searched through Spotify. Mm-hmm. It wasn't on Spotify, and I searched through different sources. Basically, I had to play this as a video on YouTube for the album Heartland. Yep. Which, you know, night- that was their first studio album, released in
2: 1983.
1: Yep. Um, that's the, that's the album that has Send Me an Angel on it. hmm And, yeah, there was just, there seems to be a lot about them, but also so little.
0: Yeah. Because, like, when I saw this, I was like, I have no, I, idea- like, on our, um, list, like, our big Excel doc that we have of everything coming up, I was like, I truly couldn't tell you what this is. Yeah. Like, I've just never heard of this band until now. Yep. That's fair. Yeah. yeah.
1: I think I heard it because it's in GTA five um, on one of the radio yeah. stations. Yeah. I think I heard it then and was like, oh wow, I love this song. Yeah. Um or I might have yeah, might have heard it somewhere else. It features in something else that I will talk about a little bit later. Mm-hmm. But I also, in doing more research, found out that they did a festival in the philippines in 2008 alongside bands such as when in rome and a flock of seagulls mm-hmm. to go back a few episodes yeah, good tie back um the sh- the tour was called or the the festival was called uh the lost 80s live tour and live tour in manila
0: yeah that's very specific it is And also, like, an interesting selection of bands, even just from those three.
1: Well, I've never heard of When in Rome, but, like, I imagine they're kind of the same colour, but so all three of these bands have a song each. Yeah. But that might have been... I love synthesizers. I love the sound of synthesizers. Yeah. That might have been my quota of synths for, like, the year. That would have probably been a bit too much.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: I did watch a video... Of, like someone recorded it on their phone. Oh god. From this from this same show as well.
0: Was it any good?
1: Yeah, he still goes. David Steary. <laughs> good on him.
0: All right. <laughs> Jesus.
1: All right. You know what? Mhm. I love this song. Yeah? Yeah. Try what? I'm trying to be jazzed. It's a hot room.
0: Man, it's a hot one. <sighs> <laughs> Do we get to cover that at some point? I'm pretty sure, smooth Fuck, yes, okay I'm going to be so jazzed for that one So when you guys are listening to this and struggling through it Just remember, there's going to be an there's... episode where I'm just so psyched to be alive You're going to feel it coming through It's going to be a bright spot It's, <laughs> it's definitely going to be a, a highlight of this entire thing So why do you like this song? Like, what about it do you like?
1: Well, first off, I mentioned that I love synthesizers. Yes. I love the sound of synthesizers. I love cheesecake. Late at night. Late at night. Yep. Late at night, real late at night. I love the sound of synthesizers. Late at night, real late at night. Yep. Um, no, I just, it's, it's, I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm losing my mind as well. (laughs) I love how electronic it is. Like the electric drums, the synthesizers. Yeah, I, I yeah. His I get that. voice is kind of robotic because it doesn't really go too high. Or, like, it doesn't, like, change too much, but I get the, like, it hits me.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I'd wrote in my notes Is there such a thing as too much synth? If so, this just hits that before the point.
0: Where am I looking? On my, oh, on my,
1: okay. on my notepad.
0: Oh, goodness. Okay, so there's notes that I'm not privy to. <laughs>
1: Um, These are like my song notes. Yeah, no. So I'm not just like, uh, uh.
2: (laughs) See,
0: this is why I struggle so much, is I don't actually think before we start the thing. And I'm like, I guess I... Yeah, I would not decided on this song.
1: I think part of the reason why it surprised me so much that they're from Australia is because it kind of sounds really British to me.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: Like, it has... I mean, especially that start sounds... Sounds so eurythmics, eurythmics. Mm. And are they British or are they American?
0: They're um, ooh. are they American?
1: I'm gonna look them up. <laughs> but eurythmics have like, I don't know. I just always thought of them as as Amer- as British. Well, it's that Euro yeah, British Pop. music yeah. Euro duo. Yeah, okay. Um,
0: yeah, no, I get that.
1: Like it just yeah it has an incredibly British sound. Um, and I guess because he has that Australian accent and the Australian accent is, it's not British, but it's also, I mean, it's bastardized British almost. That's what the, that's what. Well, that's what we
0: are is it was all British people who were over, moved over here as convicts. I was going to say, that's
1: not what you are. You're, you're a Kiwi, but then I remember that's what they did in New Zealand as well.
0: Yeah. No, there's.
1: It's, it's basically what the, um, what the Australian accent is in the Simpsons. It's just. It's just a really, like, over-the-top British accent.
0: <laughs> that is such a good episode of The Simpsons. Oh, my gosh.
1: I was talking to someone and they were kind of... They were saying, like, yeah, that episode kind of offends me if that's what they think of us. I'm like, yeah. But you also need to think, like... It shows how, like, silly Americans can be that that's what they think of other countries.
0: That, to me, is, like, the message. Even though I know Matt Greening was like, yeah, this is literally what I thought Australia was like. It's mm. like, to me, the humour in it is how stereotyped it is. Like, just how yeah. caricatured we are. Because, yeah, same as, like, going over to another country being like, yeah, throw another troop on the barbie. Mm. Like, that's the whole point. Yeah. So I don't see the point of being offended by that because we're not in a position to be offended by it. Like, no. if that's the worst thing that they're saying about us, we're doing pretty okay.
2: Yeah.
0: Right. Like, yeah cool um yeah no i see what you mean about this sounding really british to me, yeah
1: like it does i would like it, it's i think it's fitting that they did a show with flock of seagulls like i would put this in the same league as i ran so far so. Away. i prefer it to i ran so far away i feel like it goes different goes further places than that does
0: see i prefer the latter i prefer flock of seagulls fair enough um to me they both sort of have that same quality of that cyclicality that i was talking about in our flock of seagulls episode like to me and again i'm probably forgetting a huge chunk of the song because it just didn't register with me but it's just very like the same thing Mm. over and over again like i feel like if i listen to it like for eight hours, by hour three I'd be like, oh, hell yeah, and then, like, by hour five I'd be like, this is awful. Mm. And that, like, because it's just... You could play it on a loop ad infinitum or whatever the...
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, I just feel like it has... Not heaviness, but it's just a bit rockier than... than I ran so far. Like, the guitar... When the, when the guitar solo kicks in, the guitar solo is really good.
0: I can't even remember the guitar solo. <laughs> can we play it, actually? Just so I can...
1: The song or the guitar solo?
0: Just the guitar solo. Do you remember whereabouts it sort of kicks in? Yeah,
1: 'cause because like there isn't a guitarist in the band, like he picks up a guitar.
0: Oh my god. I like to think he's just got it like lying on the floor, like he doesn't even have someone to hand it to him. And he just like I think crash. he kinda does. I think it's like <laughs> in the in
1: it's in the um it's in the eighty nine cover, which we will not eighty nine cover, the eighty nine film clip. Eighty nine. Eighty nine. Eighty nine. So I'm just going to skip yep. ahead to that.
0: Because to me, like, the guitar licks in Flock of Seagulls, like, they're not rough or anything. They're not heavy, but it just gives it a cool edge. Like,
1: See, like, the guitar, I'm remembering the guitar solo-ish bit in I Ran So Far Away, and, like... What, don't, get wrong, da, 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 like don't get me wrong. No, not the... Oh, whatever that is. I can't remember. Um,
0: that's literally what I just
1: said but like don't get me wrong Like, I think it's a great <laughs> song no but like it does have like a guitar break or a guitar song yeah, like, yeah, but it's yeah. real basic yeah I get what you mean and it like. doesn't really make the song like it doesn't have that moment of like oh this is amazing it's just yeah. like oh, okay well he's taking a break now yeah. the lead singer's taking a break whatever his name was yeah, yeah let's like ah oh. so watch like he literally goes and picks up a guitar Like, he runs off.
2: (laughs) Okay. It's coming.
0: Yeah, I was about to say, I'm not hearing anything.
2: Okay. Yeah.
1: So like, I'm, I hear I, you. I'm, I'm hearing you. And this is look. This is the this is the heavy metal guy talking. Like I'm, and this is going to sound like ludicrous, but that doesn't sound too dissimilar to like something you would hear in an Iron Maiden song or a Judas Priest song or something along those lines. Granted, the rest of it isn't as heavy as that, but it's just like that's. Yeah. A, I, I think the guitar solo like kicks it up and goes. Okay, that makes the last chorus impactful.
2: Okay,
0: see. That hasn't changed my theory of like this being basically a brother to Iran,
1: but like a little brother, the brother that like gets the crap controller when they're playing video games. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, player two. The
1: the brother that the brother that has to you know like wear his brother's his brother's old underpants when his brother grows Aww. out of them. Yeah, I'm not speaking from experience or anything. Are you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> And then when I got to... When we were around about the same height, we would share clothes.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fair. Um... Yeah. Like, this is really weird. Like, I... Yeah. Usually I can sort of be like, oh, yeah, I see what you mean. But I Like, and I'm not saying that I disagree with you. I just... I find it really interesting that, like, to me, that guitar solo, you're like, yes! And I'm just sort of like, mm, Okay.
1: It's also kind of funny, because you're not, like, you're not actively, like, I fucking hate this song like the Jamie Foxx song. like no. You're just, like, it's a shrug.
0: <laughs> and that's, I think, for me, the thing that bugs me... Should we... Oh, no. I was going to say, should we finish off the facts? But that's alright. What do you reckon?
1: Or well, should we do, like, like then go into, like, the, the song facts?
0: Okay. Well, yeah. in the... I... Yeah, like... That's the thing is I don't hate the song. It's just it's a shrug, but also to me it's just a bit goofy, but not in like an endearing okay. way. I just find it goofy, and it makes me feel slightly embarrassed <laughs> listening to it. Just like in the chorus, how there's the <laughs> like, oh, 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 like. I find that really goofy, and I find the lyrics in the chorus really goofy like send me an angel, send me an angel right now right now like... he needs
1: it now though he's getting it he's getting it sent to him express post
0: <laughs> but like I yeah I just find it really dorky and if it like I guess the one endearing thing about that is like it does remind me a lot of just what Australian music was offering at that time was yeah
1: eighty three
0: Just sort of like, like the bands all looked very sort of like mullety and goofy and the songs were a bit sort of dorky. But like, there's just something about this one where I get secondhand embarrassment listening to it.
1: See, and like, I mean, early 80s, I guess you could still say, I mean, I asked, um, I was, you know, I'm talking about ACDC here. Yeah. And I asked, um, my tattooist, who's an Australian... Raised by Scottish immigrants, who adores C D C. Like yeah. his favorite band is ACDC. Yeah. It's it's ACDC everything. Mm-hmm. And I asked him because I'm like, you have so much like that you could offer here. Who has the claim to ACDC, Australia or Scotland? And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, Australia, of course. I guess I'm just saying like no, it wasn't all dorky, but I know. Oh, but I guess ACDC has you know the guitarist dressed you know is a 70 year old man dressed like a it's
0: the same as school like school child. I look <laughs> <School> back. <student. laughs> It's, just, I don't know. I'm going to look back at every for iteration of my former self and be like, that's really embarrassing. And that's how I feel about this song. Okay. I don't know. Like it just, <laughs> anyway, should we rattle off a few more facts and then get into the music video? Cause I feel like that will help us to, or at least me to better articulate what it is about this song and just the... The message that's coming across the band, what they're trying to say, it'll help us to better articulate what we either like or... I don't
1: know if those film clips are going to help you articulate what they're trying to say. But that's
0: okay. Like, I think it's at least a visual thing. Yeah, alright. right. So, yes, we've mentioned earlier, so Heartland was released in 1983. Yep. This iteration of the song reached... So, hang on, what's the...
1: So there's the the 1983 version. That's the one that came off of Heartland. Right. They then redid it, and that's what that film clip was. That's the 89 version.
0: Right. Okay. And there
1: is, you listen to them both, and there is, like, little differences.
0: Again, to me, like, I sort of listened to both of them. I was like, ah. Oh.
1: Yeah, there's little differences. It's like, yeah. um, it's like the part where it's like, don't give up, don't give up, and then it's like, The first one has, like, a very sort of slight echo, like, give up, give up. But then in the 89 version, it's like, give up, give up.
0: Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, this iteration of the song reached number six in the ARIA charts, as Sam just mentioned. Did you? No. Well, you'd have now. Uh, It reached number nine in Austria, number 18 in Canada, number one in both New Zealand and West Germany. Yeah. Number two in Switzerland and number 29 in the U.S. Billboard 100. But the revised version that Sam just walked us through, Send Me an Angel 89, reached number 26 in the Billboard 100, so jumped a huge three places. Um, Number five in the U.S. Billboard Hot Dance Club Party Charts. Yeah. Number three in the US Billboard Hot Dance Music Slash Maxi Single Sales Charts. Yeah. Um. So yeah, in this this iteration was their greatest success in terms of the US, but the second iteration only reached number fifty-one on the ARIA charts and number twenty-two on the New Zealand charts. I am willing to posit it it's because like, why the fuck are you releasing another version of this song?
1: And I I'm gonna say maybe we sort of thought maybe we had the same sentiment that you had in 89 like this song's a little bit dorky now like you had you had bands like like in excess two years prior to this kick came out
2: yeah yeah
1: like an album that went six times platinum and you know yeah i think basically like every song off that album was a single almost like that song that album was mammoth yeah Absolutely huge, yeah. Um, you know, like a Midnight Oil was was doing their thing, and you had, you had like, even even like cornier acts like John Farnham was was doing his thing. You know, yeah. Like I said, it's corny, but it doesn't sound like this. Yeah. It's something different. Like I feel like our sound had changed yeah. by then, and we were kind of like, well. We're probably like, well, you've been over in America for all these years, why are you trying to come back to us?
0: Yeah, yeah. No, that that makes sense. Especially within the context of in excess and kick, like Yeah. The dynamic had definitely shifted by that point.
2: Yeah.
0: So you've already mentioned that the song featured on the nonstop pop radio station on GTA five. But, more importantly, for Sam at least, it also featured on the soundtrack for the 1986 American BMX film, Rad.
1: Yeah. I actually went down to my buddy James's, mm-hmm. went drove drove 80 minutes to go and watch this movie within about Just a month ago. A bit
0: Netflix and chill. Oh, we chilled. Mm.
1: How you doing, James?
0: Yeah, hello. Shout out to James.
1: Um... Yeah, so I went and watched this movie with him. It might be the best movie I've ever seen in my life.
0: So, I did not drive 80 minutes to go and watch this movie with James. Can you walk me through a basic plot summation and also why it's so good? In your opinion. (laughs) It's... In 500 words or less. Oh,
1: come on. That counts as three already. Um... So yeah, it's an 80s it's an 80s bike movie, BMX movie. Mhm. I was expecting it to be like footloose like you damn kids can't ride your bikes in this town anymore. Darn
0: kids? Yeah. It
1: actually wasn't that. It's about sponsorship and riding like yeah, racing bikes. Okay. And it was like it was so silly like he's practicing there's a bit there's bits where he's like practicing how to backflip on his bike. It's like you're racing, why do you need to backflip on your bike? He does utilise the backflip in the race, though, to help him win the race.
2: Oh my god.
1: There's, and I, I showed it to you, I think, there's a scene, the scene where this song plays. Yes. there. It's him and uh, his love interest, who's played by the actress Laurie Lachlan. She was the one this year who... Who may be going to jail for? Oh Jesus!
0: Um, that cult. The... No,
1: no, not not um not the one from Smallville. That's Nixium. Oh, okay. no. She she might be going to jail because she what did she do? She like bribed. She paid to get her <gasps> oh, daughter into college.
0: Yeah. Oh, um. God. Okay. Yep. She's the
1: yada 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 woman from Seinfeld.
0: Gotcha. Okay. So
1: there's a scene where it's like they're doing this almost dance on BMX bikes. Oh,
0: My God.
1: And just imagine it. Just imagine. Like close your eyes for a sec.
0: I'm not going to. She's closing her eyes. I haven't. My the eyes, eyes are closed. They're my sealed eyes are shut. Wide open. I've Imagine got those this. Things from a Clockwork Orange holding my eyes open.
1: It's our wedding day. Yes. You're right. The Holophonic's are playing. Sick. Yes. Buff Carell's singing. Sick. He's shirtless, only wearing of a, like he he's is, wearing a yeah. bow tie and his pants. Yes. Um, they're they're suit pants though. Yes. Yes. The, the, yes. The, the, They've got
0: like a little stripe down the side. Yeah. So they're the, black with like a little white. Thin line, yeah. The
1: left hand is in the pocket. Yep. Um, Dwayne the Rock Johnson is there on my side. Snoop Dogg is there giving you away. <laughs> Tony Tony Hawk is officiating the wedding. Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk is officiating. No, Tony Hawk's officiating the wedding and we're playing Tony Hawk.
2: Sure.
1: We get married, the lights go out, and we enter on BMX bikes. <laughs> And we recreate this scene. <coughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about, do yourself a favour. Go on YouTube, look up Rad, send me an angel, watch this clip, it's amazing.
0: <laughs> Is that why you love the film so much? Like, the rest of it, you could take it or leave it, but that one scene has really cemented it for you?
1: It's it's a pretty good film. Like <laughs> I just, I loved it so much, like... It's, a, a yeah, like, he he's trying to... He wants to race in this in this race. Yeah. And the there's, like, the, the mean, like, guy who runs the corporate bike business.
0: Oh, for... Is that all it's called? And it's... And,
1: well, no, no, it's... Oh, okay. Gotcha. He works for Mongoose. I'm pretty sure it was Mongoose. And Mongoose is an actual brand yeah, of bikes. Yeah, I was
0: about to say. Okay. What year was this again, sorry? 1986? <laughs> oh, wow.
1: Yeah, 86. So... He works for Mongoose, and he's basically, like, trying to fix it so that this guy can't ride in the race, can't race in the race. So he keeps coming up with, like, silly rules, like, oh, now you have to pay $50,000 to get in, and oh, you need to be sponsored, and, and, yeah. And it's just, it's just hilarious, like, the tricks and stuff that they do on these bikes, and, and it's like... Her stunt double was a man as well on oh, the yeah. on the bike he was just wearing a wig and her clothes
0: sick. <laughs> I think yeah, the more I'm hearing about this song and what it's been like it just because that is my least favorite genre of movie is anything that's sport adjacent <laughs> to do with like, oh, but we just have to win this game, like it's homecoming football, whatever the fuck like
1: see. Sports movies, yes. Extreme, no, yeah. Ex, sports movies, I agree with you. Extreme sports movies though. We got we're going to have a talk.
0: See, the only extreme sports movie that I like is the one about the Jamaican bobsled team.
1: Cool runnings. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I don't think um I don't think that bobsledding is an extreme sport. I'm Here's sorry. I'm sorry to all you Jamaican bobsledders. I'm pretty sure that's not an extreme. I don't think it's in the X that Games. Is an
2: extreme.
0: That I, is the most extreme sport with three X's. I
1: don't think they're going X. I don't think they're X Games mode.
0: Oh my god! <laughs> Can you imagine if like bobsled teams or just, I don't know why I say bobsled team. Can you imagine if bobsledding was like a loop-de-loop? <laughs> uh, so yeah, no. Bobsledding is an extreme sport, changed my mind. That's all I'll say on the matter.
1: <laughs> we should watch Airborne. Airborne has, is like a mid-90s movie. No, it about skiing. No, it's about rollerblading.
0: What? Okay. And it's
1: got Seth Green and Jack Black in it. <laughs>
0: That actually sounds really good. It's it's
1: amazing. Yeah, let's oh watch God. it. Yes, and you know the music is going to be amazing in that movie as well.
0: Is it going to be like lots of pop punk? No,
1: uh, no, it won't be pop punk. It'll oh. be it'll be like probably some like mid nineties ska.
0: Ah, uh, yep.
1: Like some Sick. rap, some rap rock.
0: Yep, yep, yep. Um, oh yeah, like you sort of jock rock. Yeah, movie. yep. I got it. Um, actually, no, I tell a lie. Another and it's not an extreme sport another good sport movie is stick it it was about a gymnast okay. anyway it was a cool teen one what about, i think i liked it so much cuz the first song in the credits was fallout boy
1: what about bring it on
0: it's all right yeah like it has a like looking at it now with like a adult lens they could have done a lot more to do with like, so the toros or whatever they are, mm. how they steal the clovers,
1: mm. and that's the African American Chilean. Yeah, I,
0: I feel like they could have made it more about like cultural appropriation, more about like the fact that like they were probably going to be able to get away with it a lot more, like easier, because of. I feel like they could have. Delved into the intersectionality of that a lot more.
1: Yes, but what year was this movie I know, in?
0: I know. But, like, imagine a remake where it's sort of...
1: Oh, they kept doing sequels. Maybe they brought it up in, like, the Bring It On 7 or whatever.
0: <laughs> bring it on once more.
1: Bring it on again. Bring it on and on and on and on. <laughs> there is also a... <laughs> Early Zach Galifianakis movie. That's a snowboarding movie. Oh my god! I can't remember what that's called, but there's a scene where he puts his dick in a spa jet and gets it stuck in there.
0: Yuck! Yeah, actually, no. I take it back. All sports movies are trash. Nah,
1: let's 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 watch Airborne and Basketball in one day.
0: Okay, I can do that. All right. All right.
1: What the fuck are we talking about again?
0: We are now going to talk about the... uh, Yeah,
1: I've exhausted um, Rad. Rad's great. If you can get it, get it. Like, watch it. It's great.
0: Let's talk about the music videos now. Yeah. So, the original one is Buckwild. It involves... I love it. I, I want to love it.
1: It's just... It's so... Just what? <laughs> I can't even... I don't even have words.
0: Well, why don't you use some words to describe it?
1: Well, Buck Wild is a good one.
0: Yeah, but, like, what happens?
1: So, it's in a forest, and yes. it's a woman running away. She has a a dove in a pyramidal. Yes. Is that, is that the word? It's a um, pyramid-shaped cage. Yes. She's getting chased by a pursuer. Yes. And as far as we can tell, that pursuer is a werewolf.
2: I mean... <laughs> Why is
1: the werewolf I... on horseback? I don't care. It's amazing.
0: Oh, I don't know if I clocked that. A werewolf riding a horse? Well,
1: I don't, actually, no, I don't know if it's a werewolf. It's like a wolf-like monster, though. It looks like, it looks like low-rent Chewbacca. Okay. On the back of a horse. A a horse.
0: D- that's right, because I was like, "That is Chewbacca," and you're like, "It is not, but yes, it is." <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Like it's a
1: really it's it's so bad, but I love it. That to bits.
0: Yeah, that's about all you need to say.
1: And they're playing like it keeps cutting back to them, and they're playing in the woods, and um, she eventually is saved by. It's either a little boy or a lady. Um, but I was... This was another one where I was like, this looks so incredibly British. Yeah. But then noticing some things about it, though, the forest is... It's a forest that's that's just undergone some bushfires. Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, they're, in a, they're a Victorian band probably doing this film clip, you know, not long after the album was released in 1983, we had the Ash Wednesday fires. Yeah. Um, from, that were would have only been a few months extinguished after that. Yeah. Or before that. Okay. So I can only imagine that, yeah, they went somewhere off into the country. I was speaking to my mother about this. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, she, she was telling me like she still remembers... You know, seeing, like, the dust cloud and, like, the smoke and the ash that was falling on their roof. And they were they were, not close to the fires at all, but just yeah. how far it sort of travelled. Wow. Um So it could be... They could have gone anywhere in, like, the dandinogs or something to film this.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, To film this film clip. And it has this sort of... It does have this really cool... Like, the effect of it being probably... I don't know. It's probably early morning, it's probably like six thirty, seven o'clock that yeah. they're filming this. They've got the dry ice going or, like, the fog going in this burnt-down forest. It is a really cool effect. Yeah. Like, that is really striking. Yes, the Chewbacca on the horse is ridiculous. Yeah. Doesn't mean I don't love it, though.
0: I guess it's just... It's a shame that production values, or, like, just production wasn't as finest back then because like you get so many high concept videos but because there wasn't the technology to execute them like that's where it starts to fail
2: yeah i don't know
1: i feel like
0: i guess that adds to part of the charm of all these 80s videos where they are high concept but low brow in terms of how they actually
1: we'll go back to the, the i ran so far away film clip like, yeah they did it for nothing yeah and it kind of shows
0: but that's what I mean, is, like, yeah, it'd be, it's an interesting thought experiment to think, like, what would all of these concepts look like in 2019? Like, with all the bells and whistles, like, would it lose that charm? Would you be able to, like, get immersed in the narrative more? Like, yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know.
0: I <laughs> I don't expect an answer. It's more of a hype. Pathetical.
1: Yeah. All I'm going to say is it could have been amazing in 1983.
0: This is true. This is very true, actually. Yeah. I, yeah, I'd completely ignored that element of 19, 1983 audiences 19... would have thought this was the bee's knees.
1: I wrote in my notepad, fantasy Teen Wolf, and I gave it an exclamation mark. And that's kind of what it looks like. He looks like Teen Wolf. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But then there's the 89 clip. There is. Love it.
0: Yes. <laughs> so it's just, they're playing in like a... Church. Yes, that's it, right. They're
1: playing in a church.
0: And there's a literal angel. There's a little,
1: little literal angel. A little angel. A little, <laughs> a little, just a little one. <laughs> just, you know. Pint-sized angel.
0: Just skipping across the pews.
1: Um, I said to you, it feels to me like they all got into an argument with David Sterry, the lead singer, not long before filming the film clip and they're at that point where it's like they've all sort of moved on a bit but they're like oh come on david just smile just smile oh Cause,
0: come on david
1: because davo just smile yeah see um <laughs> <laughs> and it just because like they're all just like having a really good time yeah. and he's like he keeps like cracking a little bit of a smirk and then, like, there's a moment where he just, he does, like, smile.
0: Oh, okay, yeah.
1: And, and it's like, but they're, like, like I said, like, they're just having, like, a great time. Yeah. And it's just, like, you know, like, I mean, we're not the couple that fight. We don't fight. And, like, no. you know, so I don't, I, but you, you know, I know of, I've known of couples where it's, like, you know, you have an argument and it's, like, oh, you know, you try and sort of, before apologizing, you try and make the other person laugh and yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it just, it just, you know. I just thought that that might have been a funny thing, like, maybe they laughed at him. Yeah. And he got upset, and then it was like, oh, come on, it's just a joke.
2: Yeah,
0: come.
1: Yeah. Come on, David.
0: Yeah, but- I like this one because... It's... The band isn't... The band isn't obscured by that sort of bizarro fantasy thing. Like, you just get to see the band and their dynamic. Their dynamic as a band.
1: The angel thing's goofy, but it sticks to what their song's about. Yeah,
0: and look, they could have done without that because you don't have to make everything literal.
1: Although I guess at the end of the the 83 one, when the person, the archer, does come and kills the monster, slays the beast and Mm. saves the woman, that's kind of her angel. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I just think the... They're two really striking visuals, this old church and this burnt-down forest in yeah. you know, early morning.
0: Yeah, like, no. For what they are, like, they did a really good job.
1: And the, the, the angel scenes, like, they are pretty funny. They're just, um... There's a couple moments where it's like... He's there, she's, like, up against him, but she's all translucent. Yeah. And it just makes me think of the Ghostbuster scene where Dan Aykroyd gets a blowjob from a ghost... <laughs> God. But he's dreaming.
2: <laughs> but, like,
1: in his dream, the ghost is floating above him. Then, of course, his pants get unbuttoned and he goes cross eyed.
2: Ew.
1: We should watch Ghostbusters tonight.
0: I really can't think of anything worse than watching Ghostbusters. I don't know, I just can't.
1: It's my favourite movie, Lane.
0: I know! That doesn't mean it's my favourite movie.
1: What's your favourite movie?
0: Uh, it changes, but I think the most constant favourite movie would be Almost Famous. Good, it's shit. Okay. (laughs) I'll watch it without you some other time and I'll enjoy it. No, I
1: like it. Let's Don't do that. (laughs) I have put in my notes (laughs) as well, and I'm saying that a lot, I realise, but... That's okay. They each look like members of different bands. They really do. As well. David Sterry.
0: To me, he just looks like he belongs in, like... Adam and the Ants, or something like that, Just sort of slightly like. Are they a British band? No, they're um, that was the, they're Kiwi, aren't they? If not Aussie, uh,
1: I wrote that he um, yeah, he looks like Goth Bert from uh, Sesame Street because <laughs> he's got like the hair. But yeah. Oh no, Bert.
0: they are British. Good God, what and is that he wrong also
1: looks yeah, kind of like he's fully ensconced in the British scene. Yeah. The drummer looks like Dracula. He does yes. it's not just because of the uh the pointy widow's peak, he actually looks like Bala Lugosi. That Bala-
0: means nothing to me. Bala like...
1: Lugosi was the original Dracula.
0: Oh, okay, cool.
1: So, you want me to play in your band? And that's just turning into Christopher Walken, it's like <laughs> European Christopher Walken. <laughs> Let's be fair, that's basically what, what Dracula is it's just Eastern European Christopher Walken.
0: Yeah, look, it works.
1: I want more cowboy, <laughs> The bassist <laughs> has the sickest mullet.
0: He really does.
1: But for anyone listening to this not from Australia, and you've ever wondered to yourself, what does an average Australian person look like? I'm not talking about Australian gods and goddesses like Chris Hemsworth, Hugh Jackman, and Margot Robbie. Mm. I'm talking about like your average, like just, you know, not talking like beautiful Australians like Alan Dale. I'm talking about you were supposed to ha- have a laugh there.
0: Was that Caleb Nickel? Caleb
1: Nickel <laughs> from the OC.
0: Okay, yeah, I get it.
1: Uh, I'm sure he probably cut a fine figure when he was. Yeah, know, I can not imagine it being years old, but a hottie. But if you ever wanted to know what an average-looking Australian male looks like, yes, that's this bassist.
0: Yeah, I can confirm that Sam looks exactly like him.
1: Exactly. <laughs> if I grew my hair into a mullet, I would be this guy. Yeah, <laughs> he's also he would also be the 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 one friend in a group of friends we all have them like here in Victoria we have our cold season Tasmania has its cold season maybe not so much in like you know Queensland and certain parts of New South Wales and and Perth and or WA in South Australia and Northern Territory but like there's always that one person in a group of friends that does not feel the cold.
0: And insists on wearing shorts all year round.
1: Insists on wearing shorts all year round and thongs. Yeah. This guy's in a sleeveless shirt and no shoes.
0: In his stubbies.
1: Yeah. Oh, he's got pants on, but, like, he's just got a, yeah, sleeveless shirt and no shoes. Yeah. He would be that guy that's like, nah, I don't feel the cold.
0: Speaking of mullets, we saw a group of gentlemen down the street today, and I sort of remarked to Sam, like... They look like they started off having mullets as an irony thing but now they've just embodied like mullet person. And I can't quite put my finger on it but like they had the aesthetic of like hipster who thought mullet would be funny but just they were so like blokey and like Aussie that to me it sort of lost that like sheen of like I live in Brunswick.
1: At what point For those kinds of people, like, if you've ever grown a mullet as a joke, but then kept it, at what point do you you go from, yeah, this mullet's hilarious, to, this mullet looks good. Yeah. mullet looks pretty good.
0: I don't know. And I think that's part of, like, Movember, the initiative. Like, it's such a good initiative, like, funding men's um, mental health, is it? Or, no.
1: Men's, yeah, mental health.
0: Yeah. Like, mental health awareness for men. Like, it's such a good cause, but... Yeah, I am sure it is responsible for so many people, like, ironically growing a moustache and then being like, you know what? I'm going to keep this thing. <laughs> like, whether or not it actually suits them. Ugh. My man. It's, it's, it's a, it's an ordeal.
1: Well, I'm not growing one. No.
0: That's... No, like, yeah, anyway.
1: I believe in, you know, men's mental health, obviously. But...
0: I, I'm not saying I don't believe. No, no, I'm not, <laughs>
1: cause i because I, because I said I'm, I'm not growing one.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but.
1: But. Lastly the bassist looks like not bassist the synth player. Mhm. You're not going to get this but he looks like Triple H after he re- when he returned in 2002 after he tore his quad. Sure. You're not going to get that.
0: But, no, I don't. But Richard will. He will.
1: And any wrestling fans will get that.
0: <sighs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Shall we talk about Thrice?
1: I don't know. I could Talk a little bit more about mullets. So thrice, yes. this is gross, but my brain keeps wanting my mouth to say thrush. And I just did. Thank you. That'll be the last time, I swear. Thank you. Formed in 1988 from... 1998? 1988. 1998 from Irvine, California. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a band that their Wikipedia page is so much more packed than the real life Wikipedia page, and it makes me a little bit sad. Yeah. They even have pictures in their Wikipedia page
0: yeah but, I guess they probably had the fan base to be bothered to do it, yeah, like just in terms of sheer scale like and also they're the kind of band where their fan base would be the kind of people to take that extra effort, like yeah, they absolutely. were part of the scene, so like yeah, I remember me when I was like my favorite bands when I was a kid, like and I would do school projects on them, and like very much in depth, like all these facts about it, it's just like. Completely useless to anyone except for me, but here we are.
1: Yeah. Yep. Did you ever listen to
0: Thrice?
1: Nah. No. Did you know about Thrice, though?
0: I did. I feel like they were of the same ilk as, like... I don't know. Didn't they run in the same circles as, like, The Used, Thursday, all that I kind of stuff?
1: I think so. And, yeah, that's what I sort of equate them to, as like, bands, like, Taking Back Sunday. Yeah. That I didn't listen to. Yeah. That I knew that I didn't listen to.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But, yeah, they, um... I've got it written down here. They took a two-year, a three-year hiatus from 2012 to, to 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I said, that you know, I've put it in the notes. It might have been to the band's benefit because they actually, from start to now, still have the same four members.
0: That's really cool. Yeah, mate. Right.
1: Maybe they started off with like different members, but like from like going going by their Wikipedia page, it's. Like only members is these four guys. Yeah. And it's yeah, that is really cool. Hmm.
0: It does seem very rare these days to find a band that has just been together, except for like your obvious one. Oh no, not even that. I was gonna say like Green Day, but like Trey wasn't the original drummer. Like but yeah. Anyway.
1: Um so during the Hiatus mm-hmm. bassist Eddie Breckenridge briefly yep. played with Angels and Airwaves.
0: That's pretty cool. Yeah.
1: The, um, the, I think it's the drummer for Angels and (laughs) Airwaves. Angels and Airwaves has, like, done stuff with Paramore and that sort of thing.
0: Yeah. That's cool.
1: Um, drummer Riley Breckenridge, which I assume is Eddie Breckenridge's brother.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: He started a side project called Puig Destroyer a Grindcore act influenced by Major League Baseball star and LA Dodgers player Yiselle Puig, and it is also an homage to Grindcore Legends' Pig Destroyer. See,
0: I thought that was a typo, and I was going to roast you for it, but that's really funny.
1: Well, there's, like, there's that, there's another band called Cannabis Corpse that do do Cannibal Corpse songs, but everything's, like, weed-related, and it's, like, at least in this one, I'm not going... We get, we get it. it. You like baseball. <laughs> Cannabis corpse, I'm like, we get it. You like weed.
2: There's just
0: something about people who embody, like, weed culture. It's like, I could not give a single fuck that you smoke weed.
1: Well, I was talking about it before. Like, people who are like, my identity is, my personality is Australian. Yeah. People that are like, my personality is weed. It's like, that's so not interesting, though. Yeah. Like, it's imagine really not being
0: interesting. so boring that... I take drugs is the most interesting thing about you. And
1: imagine the day that... Well, I mean, it's legal in Amer- No, legal in Canada. Legalised in Canada. Um, you know, imagine the day if it like, gets legalised over here, gets legalised all over in America. I don't know what it's doing in America, if it's legalised yeah, everywhere. If it becomes legalised over here, that then immediately makes you less interesting again.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's it's just, just boring.
1: It's just a, a thing. But yeah, a Pig Destroy is a... A fave of mine so I thought that tickled me
0: <laughs> that is very cute and,
1: and yeah like they, they use the font the pig destroyer but Pewig, Pewig destroyer <laughs> that's really cool and yeah they, I think they say that they're the only baseball grindcore band
0: I do like that because there is a huge sort of overlap between like certain sports and like hardcore kind of scenes like baseball yes um, basketball
1: was it ten foot pole where it was like one of the guys is a ma- was yeah. a major league baseball player yeah. yeah.
0: There's just there's that certain sect of and it's almost I want to say like varsity kind of stuff, but not no. Anyway, like yeah, there are certain sports that like this kind of scene again to use air quotes like they really latch onto and yeah. it becomes part of the sort of
1: zeitgeist.
0: Yeah, part of like the personality type. Of, like, the people who gravitate to these kinds of bands. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, no, that's sick. Have you seen that, um, City in Colour, so Dallas Green from Alexis Mm -hmm. on Fire, um, has released collaboration merch with Toronto Raptors? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, Yeah. like, that's really cute, and especially considering that they won their thing this year, and that was all over social media, We the North.
1: They have probably my most favourite of the, um mascots it's
0: really cool it's a
1: raptor playing basketball what's not amazing that's, about that yeah
0: like that's I would like to own a Raptors shirt and I don't even follow anything
1: I mean I have a few basketball singlets but it's, it's Celtics and Lakers like I want to get a Raptors one yeah, yeah. that's it's, sick because it's got a Raptor on it
0: if you listen to City in Color in depth I would buy you that but you don't so no I but don't. anyway
1: that's fine so thoughts on the cover
0: Again, I'm just kind of shrugging. Like, that emoji that you can write with, like, slashes and hyphen. Yeah, just the... Rant. Like, it's good. But I cannot remember anything about it.
1: There was a question mark on the end of that. Yeah, it's
0: good. It's good. <laughs> uh, stick. Um Yeah.
1: I don't know. I like that it it adds a heaviness to it that's not over-the-top and obnoxious. Yeah. Um,
0: That's, yeah, I do like that they do their thing without it sort of verging into, like, shitty sort of macho territory of, like, in terms of being hardcore, if that makes sense. Yeah. It doesn't have to be, like...
2: like...
1: But I will ask, is this a case of you tolerating a scream? Because there's a scream... (laughs) Yeah. ...underneath his vocals. I can't remember in which part. Yeah. He's singing and then there's... You yeah, know, probably the guitarist or the bassist or whoever yeah. is, is doing, like, a, a yelly scream underneath.
0: And, I like, that's the thing, though. It's, like, when it's used... Like... Used sparingly? Used just in a sort of strategic way as opposed to just...
1: To show emotion. To show, like, yeah. a building up of, you know, negative emotion, I guess.
0: Like, that's what I like about the likes of, like, Alexis on <laughs> Fire and all that is that they... <laughs> they do have the clean voice and then the screamo kind yeah. of stuff, but they interlace, like they have this dynamic and it's not just chug as hard as I can on my fucking guitar and like Yeah for like three minutes forty. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Why three minutes forty?
0: I don't know. It was just a number <laughs> I pulled out of my ass. No,
1: I think it just yeah, hitting on that point that you said, like it unless I imagine it and you didn't say that. But just like it's just <laughs> sort of it doesn't yeah, like, it doesn't add, like, macho-ness, but it's it's still heavy, and it's still got, like, that... Like, when it sort of, like, kicks in on the um, on the open fire bit, like, it's got that sort of, like, you know, rocky, punky drum beat to it, and it just sort of... I don't know. I think it does its own thing. The replacing of distorted guitars over the synth, I think, yeah. works really well. And it just... I don't know.
0: I also uh, like it purely because they remove the...
1: It's there. It's it's underneath, but it's not very... like a
0: falsetto sort of. Whoa, whoa.
1: But uh, something that, like this, would almost be a hundred. But there's a, there's something that makes it, it like, ninety to ninety-five for me, which is, the chorus.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know what it is in the real life version whether David's very, like. Lengthens the second the second bar in the chorus or like goes up an octave but it's like send me an angel send me an angel yeah and then in the thrice version it's just send me an angel send me an angel yeah it's like no like you've got the voice do what he's doing like i want to i want to hear that it's like i don't know i know we've talked about this before Where it's something that's just it's just so minor but you can't get past it yeah yeah and I don't know, I can't come up with anything off the top of my head right now. But it's just, I like, I still think this is a really good cover. That drags it down a little bit for me, though.
0: That reminds me a bit of um, the cover of Sometimes that we did. I can't remember the band off the top of my head. Yes. But, yeah, like, how there was the, um... They kind of mess around with the Sometimes order of, I like, the...
2: Sometimes I have. But yeah. also,
0: the they mess around with the inflection on, like, you just have to know. Like, yeah. they kind of... So, yeah, I get it. When there's those things where there's such a characteristic part of the song, when you don't hear that, it's, sort of, it's jarring. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like... And that's what sort of makes the chorus interesting. Because if it is just, send me an angel send me an angel, like...
1: And I'm not saying that they're bored with it, it's not like... No, no,
0: no,
1: uh, Yeah, I don't think that they're bored with the song. It's just... I would fully believe that you could go up that note or hold... Whatever it is, I don't even know exactly what it is that he does, whether he goes up a little bit in the note or, like, he lengthens the angel on the second bar a little bit longer or something. He does something.
0: I think it's more of an inflection upwards. An inflection. yeah.
1: Give me that inflection. Mm. And like I said, you would be at 100. You Your score would be at 100 for me. Yep. But you're just at 90, which yeah. is still... It's an A. It's <laughs> not an A+. Plus.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't even... Yeah, no. A... Oh, so hang on.
1: Well, I don't know, because basically after high school, I, I got graded in distinction, high distinction, pass credit yeah all that sort of jazz I think
0: at 80 is an A and 90 is an A plus hang on let me see grading system Well, let's say
1: I'll say it's an A when it when it really like one small thing would make it an A plus
0: hang on oh man I don't want to see that what percentage is an A grade in Australia oh for fuck's sake ah let me see A to E grading scale I am just very interested in this all of a sudden because it used to matter so much to me when I was in high school and now I can't remember any of it. Um, what was it like for you in uni? I struggled with the fact that I wasn't the best in my class anymore. <laughs> um, <clears throat>
1: See, I was never the best in my class, so I, I got used to that pretty quickly.
0: So, yeah, an A+, or like a... So, A+, plus is like, in terms of uni study like so US being A plus, an H D, that equates to eighty three to a hundred percent. An A is seventy three to eighty two point or eighty two point nine nine. And that makes... yeah, that's an A. So like Yeah. Ugh, I don't know. Yeah, no, I used to care so much about grades and I do care still so much about performing well, but I can't even remember what the parameters are, so obviously it mustn't have had that big of an effect on my life in general that i anyway
1: i couldn't decide if this was this this episode was going to be an a or an a plus but then i forgot that there's an a plus plus
0: that's just to, a that's to, just one for the nerd kids that need validation though i'm also like quoting me.
1: the office <laughs> I'm mad at. Although I, I really want to listen to it, I'm mad at Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey for making that podcast. Because basically, no one else can do an Office podcast. Yeah, now, it's like, yeah. what does it matter? Like, we were probably going to do an Office podcast after this. Yeah, I. Am now so we'll happy. have to do a Fraser podcast and call it Toss Salad and Scrambled Eggs.
0: That would be really good.
1: Five years from now, 2025.
0: TMTM, that's ours.
1: But like, it's like. No one else can do it. Can someone do that for The Simpsons? Though can Matt Groening or can, like, Hank Azaria do that for The Simpsons so that we have no more Simpsons podcasts?
0: I mean, can they just stop making The Simpsons?
1: Sure. Because
0: that would be so ace to just fucking stop beating a dead horse. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Although, like I said, like, I really want to listen to... Is Is it called It Is Your Podcast? Which one's
0: that? The
1: Pam and... Angela one?
0: Oh, um... I can't even... I think it's just Office Ladies Podcast.
1: Okay. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, you've made everyone else irrelevant.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Not intentionally. No, 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 no. They're they're two people that are like... That I feel still very much love The Office. Yeah. Yeah. But this isn't an Office Podcast. It isn't.
0: Well, it can't be anymore. So thanks, Angela Kinsey and... Jenna Fisher. I was about to say, and Pamela. (laughs) Pamela... (laughs) All right.
1: I think that's enough on thrice. You did, I
0: think so. You did a
1: good job. You got a you got a good solid eighty two point nine <laughs> percent.
0: Don't do that. Don't.
1: But you couldn't get it up to eighty three, thus not getting an A plus. No. Sorry, guys. Eh. Get good luck with Pewig Destroyer.
0: Shall we talk about other covers?
1: What was what order did I have this in? Oh yeah, Dead Star Assembly.
0: sort of meld into one another for me this week (laughs) this is the one with like the uh, this is like the sort of gothy kind of this
1: is the industrial yeah gothy speaking of the simpsons the lead singer has lisa simpson hair if you can imagine what it's well it's got the like the width of bart's hair but it's, like, stylized to look like Lisa. Well, no, I'm sure he wasn't yeah. thinking that.
0: I want they took uh, a picture of Lisa to their hairdresser.
1: I'm going to wear, ev- like, everything that I wear has buckles. Yeah, And fishnets. But I also love The Simpsons. Like, <laughs> season... Seasons 2 to 10 are just, you know, some of the best television in history. Yeah. But I also, you know, wish that maybe they talked about Marilyn Manson a little bit more. I don't know. It can wrap
2: up that joke. <laughs>
1: it's, uh, it's, all of these songs this week are my babies. Are they? Well, this is the baby I don't talk about.
0: <laughs> the illegitimate child.
1: <laughs> I didn't say that I love my babies. <laughs> <coughs> this song is, I mean, it's so bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why though? Can you elaborate?
1: Well, it's just, I Alright, I sent this to Richard. Best friend of the pod, Richard.
0: Yeah, and best friend of my heart. Um, King of my heart, if you will.
1: What did he say? I sent it to Richard, and he's just gone... <laughs> Was getting started early on the Send Me an Angel episode and discovered this gem. And he's just responded... Oh, Lord, that kind of Euro-industrial never did it for me. Ha, 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 ha. Well, Richard, I have a correction for you. This band from Flowrider. Florida. Florida. Of course yeah.
0: they're from Florida.
1: But, like, when I think of Florida music, especially this time, I think of Limp Bizkit, I think yeah, of Kid Rock. Yeah, I think Kid of, Rock.
0: Um, What's that band? I don't even know if they're from Florida. The ones who did the... Chinese
1: Food Makes Me Sick song? I don't
0: know. LFO, Summer Girls. Oh, okay. I, I want to see, are they from Florida? Anyway, you can keep talking. But I'm yeah, just gonna... it's just...
1: It's it's very industrial. Like, one of the members has... Has, like, the the like the massive, like, part in the middle of his hair where it's, like, the hair is going across. And they're just... <laughs> they're very... They're very... Look, they're very style over substance. And the substance is just... You know, you can, you can hear their influences that, you know, you can hear that they're influenced by bands like Korn, Marilyn Manson, Ministry. Yeah. You know, yeah, probably some Euro stuff, but it's just, it doesn't work. No. It's, and it's, but you need to watch it because it it accompanies just an amazingly bad film clip. Yeah. We're just talking about so many good film clips this week.
0: So... (laughs) I was today years old when I learned that L F O stands for light spelled L Y T E funky spelled F U N K I E ones. Light funky ones. And they're from Massachusetts.
1: Oh, so they're from Boston.
0: Boston.
1: Boston.
0: And or New Bedford? Would they still have a Boston oh, accent? Know. I don't know. Oh, it doesn't matter. Um and also Yeah, any time uh, like straight down the middle part mentioned it just makes me think of a kid i went to primary school with who had that same haircut and it makes me laugh if i had I also been... had the straight down the middle part because i was a square
1: but like the the, the sort of like hair over there
0: oh fuck i yeah 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 he had that but yeah. like not gelled down because he was i don't know i think his
1: so maybe he was just let a... him leave the house like maybe that. he was just a bit unfortunate
0: no because he was one of the cool kids yeah
1: huh. I don't know. I if I had been a teenager in the '90s, I probably would have done the uh, middle part. <laughs> I probably that probably would have been my hairstyle. It felt safe. I wouldn't have done spikes.
0: Nah. Do you re- <laughs> do you remember the little like wave thing that? You- yeah, yeah, the cowlick. <laughs> it's not even a cowlick though, because a cowlick is just a natural occurrence in your hair that flicks it. Whereas, like people would literally oh, yeah. make like a little yeah, like boarding, a wave, like a veranda yeah. on the front of their head. Like Jimmy Neutron.
1: <laughs> the kids, and it was, like, I watched, I rewatched really the Adams Family movies while you we were away because I wanted to. Yeah. Because they're, they're actually pretty funny. Yes. Um, and Pugsley, and like, I saw kids with this haircut, like, Pugsley had his hair shaved pretty much down to nothing, but then he had the fringe, and the yeah. fringe was, like, <laughs> sticking up about a half an inch just across. Oh. It's like, yeah, kids did have that hairstyle.
0: God, hair is the most telling element of like when you grow up like that you're never going to be like look at your hair and be like oh that was a good haircut like when you're an adult.
1: See I mostly have always just had this hair I did have a little bit of a like a putting stuff in and like spiking it kind of phase.
0: Yeah you also had like a very long hair phase. I
1: did have a long hair phase.
0: Which like no judgment I'm just. But like when I wasn't in
1: when I wasn't having a phase I just had my what my hair is now.
0: Yeah. See, I used to wear, like, lots of gel in my hair to make it smooth, which probably just made it look really greasy. And, um, I don't know, a lot of, like, sp- parted down the middle, plaited very severely, like, pulled very firm down oh, well. and plaited down. So, like, Wednesday items, but not at all Wednesday items, because my hair was, like, curly. curly. Um, I used to put a lot of, like, fake flower accessories in. I just... Mm. I was a mess. I just had so much <laughs> fucking shit hairdo shit happening.
1: The, the the parents at school would be like, that six-year-old girl, she's a mess.
0: Yeah, they were just like, there's no hope for her. We'll <laughs> 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 just let her do her own thing.
1: I wish I could pull off the uh, pushback, slick back. I look, know. But you also really don't like that look, so...
0: It just... You have to have a certain hair texture for it to work, if that makes sense. Mm. And your hair is very smooth and glossy. Like, I don't know if it's finer than... But, like, you have to have more sort of something to your hair for that to work without you looking a certain way.
1: One of the most badass-looking dudes I've ever seen, and it's in... I think it's in the new documentary, but there was, like... I watched a short documentary on... I and I'm I'm really sorry. I can't remember which one exactly it was. It was either the the Satanic Temple, like mm. Satanist or the Church of Satan because I know that there's a difference between the two, but he's the leader of one of them. Yeah. And he has like the slick back look, but he's also like got like one of his eyes isn't like one of his eyes like it looks like looks like when you see like a movie and someone's had like a fight with a bear. Oh. Got, like I don't think he has the scar, but like the eye is like fucked
2: oh okay and it's
1: like and it's like yeah and he's talking about like yes yeah, sa- like satanists and i'm like yeah dude like i want to know this dude yeah okay. i want to get to know this guy you look cool yeah um he looks cooler than dead star assembly
0: yeah i think that's all we need to say about dead star assembly unless you want to talk about the actual song
1: i did talk about the song i said okay. that it's just sort yeah, of yeah yeah, yeah. sorry like industrial trash basically
0: <laughs> euro trash
1: Florida trash (laughs) I don't mean I don't mean that In in the term of Florida being trash yeah,
0: yeah, Yeah 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 We're good We're good Dave Moore
1: Dave Moore I love this one
0: one, and I keep forgetting the name of the guy that we're likening him to.
1: Uh, He was also another Richard Discovery, Mark Gormley.
0: So if you're ever bored of a, well I guess Friday evening after you finish listening to this, because you will be bored, because you won't be listening to us anymore, look up Mark Gormley on YouTube, and he is a middle-aged gentleman who has has self-released music.
1: Boys and girls, this is once again... Your favourite co-host, Future Sam. You know when I'm around, that only means one thing. I'm here to apologise for something that went wrong in this episode. Yes, you would have heard, about ten seconds ago, something went off with the audio. There was an audio error. We don't quite know what happened. This is an old laptop using an outdated system for recording. But, the fact that we left it in tells you that well, Emma and I just kind of thought it was funny, so we hope you thought it was funny too. Once again, sorry it was in there, and keep enjoying the episode. No, because I think the guy who introduces him was the like the producer or like the yeah, uh, but the he's all, like
0: self-released though. So like he's done oh, yeah. all, like he's
1: What's yeah. His name? He's like he's like hey. I'm the space cat. Oh, oh it's, yeah, it's
0: very cringe. Um, so, yeah, like, he had a vision. He made it happen. He put it up on YouTube. The video is buck wild. And this is the same sort of thing where...
1: Can I interject and just say Mark Gormley imagine Ned Flanders? Yes.
0: Yes. Was, and, like, with a surprisingly good voice, but just... It's
1: so interesting. Yeah. It's such an interesting voice.
0: Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Dave Moore sort of like that level of he obviously wanted to do a cover of this song he wanted it to have a really sci-fi space age kind of
1: but biblical.
0: Yeah, very biblical, yes. I'd sorry, I'd forgotten that part of it. And so he's obviously just taken a crash course in like Adobe After Effects <laughs> and just like After Effects the shit out of his video to what? have like lots of like apocalyptic like meteors falling from the sky and
1: and he would be a middle-aged dude as well absolutely and he's just yeah going through yeah the apocalypse in his i think it's just like a sort of very faded like hawaiian shirt it's, or yeah like he's not
0: even dressed for the theme of it he's just like in his dad clothes like... he is at the
1: beginning in the talking part where it's like talking about genesis or oh, something my goodness and like yeah he's wearing like yeah sort of rags and
2: stuff
0: yeah, but otherwise he's just, like, in his, like, New Balance sneakers yeah. and his jeans and a belt and tucked in. All... Yeah, like, just very pedestrian.
1: Wait, I implore you, listeners, watch both of these film clips back to back. Watch watch Mark Gormley, I think it's without you.
0: Yep, I think it is. And
1: watch Dave Moore's cover of Send Me an Angel. Like, watch them back to back, because they are kind of, they like... They're
0: spiritual twins.
1: They're very, they're almost startlingly, like, oh wow like these are these are kind of you know yeah they're twins yeah well no, they not twins they're sisters yeah like eyebrows yeah yeah
2: yeah sisters
1: yeah. not twins yeah this not twins it's it's yeah it's buck wild and it just it follows along this girl in her like <laughs> an
0: angel
1: an angel yeah and how in do we know in the most biblical sense how do we know she's an angel well she's wearing a teddy and wings
0: Ah oh, yes, yes. I think she's
1: wearing a teddy. No, I think it's like a dress. It's not that low cut. It's but like,
0: either way, it's just that very sort of like serene beatific. It like, looks like
1: a, yeah, it looks like a but a,
0: sexy angel, a
1: night dress. But I wouldn't be because we, when watching the Mark Gormley one, we're like, who is this woman? Yeah, I reckon this woman is like his daughter that he's just like convinced. Like, come on, I, I, I this is my dream. I, I gave up on my dream when I had you. When, oh, when when you oh, Jesus. when you came into the world. That's dark. Your mother's left me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's either yeah, it's either something like that or it's Craigslist.
1: Oh yeah, like, it's it's one or the other. It's one it's one or the other. It's not somewhere in between. It's not a friend. It's yeah.
0: And it just it makes it depressing on both. Well, not depressing because like who gives a shit? But like on both sides. So it's him doing his project with music.
1: His wife took their sausage dog Randy.
0: No, because he stopped taking her to Olive Garden his, his... on date night.
1: <laughs> his yeah, his daughter comes by every you know couple of weeks just to make sure that he hasn't you know suffocated while eating alone.
0: Yeah, that's really dark. <laughs> I'm really sad now.
1: At least the angel came and you know for
0: him. <laughs> I'm oh really sad.
1: Alright, so yeah, there's this woman who's an angel, we don't know who she is in relation to Dave Moore and yeah, it just keeps going through all this weird shit and then there's more angels at one point.
0: Yeah, like it's sort of like it's just the same angel but like duplicated like yeah. 15 or so And they're sh-
1: shooting lights at each other. That's really.
0: right it's just a, such a weird like I love it, I love that this guy had a vision, and made it happen. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just, like, yeah. With these kinds of cases, you want to sort of be like, (laughs) like, you're ridiculous. And, like, sure, it's... But he did it. It's ridiculous. But, yeah, like, you did it. Like, that's more than, like, any of us can say about those little things, like, that you sit up in bed and think, you know what? I could really do this thing.
1: Like, start a podcast. Exactly. Well, we've got... We've got you beat Dave Moore.
0: That's not very Unless nice. Unless he has a podcast. We need to stop dunking on I Dave I love Dave Moore. Me too. And I love this
1: song, and I love this clip.
0: Yes. Shall we talk about our last cover? Yes. So, Samara Curtis did a version of Send Me an Angel for a compilation, is it?
1: Yeah, it's like, what is it? It's 80s The reg- Best
0: of Reggae Lounge, parentheses, 80s edition.
1: 80s edition.
3: kids
0: fine i don't find her to be a particularly like un- no a particularly extraordinary vocalist like no she can hold a tune yeah and that's about it
1: in terms of you know you ragging on when we did last friday night tgif and there was like that sort of like doo-wop doo-wop sort of yeah. like and you're like i hate the the idea of like this song but this style yeah. how does this fit for you
0: I don't think it needed to exist.
1: It's kind of...
0: And, like, not in an awful, like, I wish this wasn't, like... It just... It's such a nothing cover. Like, I'm not like, holy shit, this is so good. It's just... Yep, that's what it would sound like.
1: Yeah, and look, I... Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not a big reggae guy.
0: <laughs> you say as you sit in your... Bright blue shorts with pineapples and lobsters all over them. Well, I didn't buy them. I bought them. Yeah.
1: Anyway. And they're comfy as shit.
0: And that's not really reggae. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Can we please finish this? I'm The dying. closest
1: i like. I mean... Yeah, I'm not that big a reggae guy. I guess my <laughs> favourite reggae band would be less than Jake.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Jesus. You, you pawn it for a second, um, you're like yep
0: <laughs> I'm one of the dumbest people I've ever met because I you could tell me any joke deadpan and I need a minute to tri- like process that it's not. I've
1: the done amount, that to you in the past.
0: Fuck it the amount of times like even like my manager, my boss at work, like they will deadpan something to me and I'll just be like, Oh I know, and then you sort of have to think about it and be like, I am really dumb. Please forgive me. Like I I still think about it, like still one of those moments I cringe about to this day. I was at my friend's house in high school watching that um Gus Van Sant, Gus Van. Yeah. That movie Elephant. So it was about like the I think it was about the Columbine or like not a but like adjacent to like school shooting sort okay. of thing. And there was just like it's one of those movies that's very sort of it not drags but like the pacing is very slow and deliberate and like and so like there was one scene we were watching where it just follows this kid walking down like a hallway or something and my friend's dad was watching it with us and he was like yeah I'm just finding it so hard to keep up with it and just be like in an effort to just sort of you know like you just keep a conversation yeah. going I was like yeah I know right and he was just like no <laughs> and I still think about that to the st- this day I just feel very stupid <laughs> So, but you know, fuck well, it. Like, Les and Jake is reggae as fuck. So, <laughs> fuck everyone.
1: So, bringing it back or else we won't end. No. We'll just, the, maybe that's our hell. It's just a podcast that won't end. I
0: thought you were going to say reggae.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Um, I
0: think it, yeah, like, a podcast that won't end, but about a topic that we're both indifferent on. Yeah. So, like, you don't even have a strong enough opinion to keep it going. Like, yeah. it's just kind of like, oh, Christ.
1: And every time it lulls, you get jabbed with a hot poker.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: keep recording.
2: Oh, man.
1: We talked about this song not being... not being a song that's going to lift you up when you're not feeling terribly energised. Yeah. And when I imagine... Like, the reggae songs that I've listened to, like, you know, reggae's a, a great genre of music, even though I just said I don't really listen to it. Yeah. Um, that doesn't mean I can't appreciate it, but it's not like it's the most energetic of music as no, well. Oh, God, no. And you can you can see that sort of stereotype of stoners love their, their Bob Marley, you know, because yeah. it's like, I'm relaxing and I'm listening to this relaxing music. Yeah. You put that on a song that's that you know, isn't this huge bombastic song. Although, like, I do like the uh, the drum beat in the song. But never mind. Yes. Never mind. I could pick it apart some more, but no. I won't.
0: No. Continue.
1: A song that, like I said, isn't going to energise you, you put that in a style that isn't terribly energetic. Yeah. And, yeah, it's sort of going to just go by.
0: I just, yeah, I just... <laughs> I don't know if this is, like, a bad joke to make, but to me it's just sort of, like, the oral equivalent of, like, (laughs) having, like, horse tranquilizer.
1: And you would know.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Like, just... I don't know. It's just... Yeah. Uh, I think that about just sums up this whole episode.
1: (laughs) Would you know what's gonna be... Do you know what my idea of hell is? What? The fact that the next three weeks are going to be fucking Christmas songs.
0: Before we do that, because I feel like we keep forgetting to do this, Hell Yeah or Yeah Nah?
1: Oh, for me, it's Hell Yeah. Yeah This whole week's been a a Hell Yeah for me.
0: Yeah, this is a Yeah Nah for me. A Yeah Nah. Yeah Nah.
1: There you go. Just,
0: (laughs) and like, not out of malice, just like, yeah, I don't care for it. Fair enough. Just indifference.
1: That's what makes it probably interesting is when we do have our differences. Yeah yeah
0: variety is the spice of life
1: although i love it when we both hate something together
0: this is true so yeah the next we are about to enter the festive season y'all um y'all you'll be sorry (laughs) you made that joke uh yeah so even though we ourselves don't really observe the religious element of it we
1: i still love presents
0: yeah, like...
1: I still love Christmas movies as I, well.
0: I just love... Anyway, this we'll food. be talking about this for the next three weeks, but, like, I just love Christmas for the opportunity to come together with your loved ones. And I, I,
1: I, I, I'm going to say I love the commercialism aspect of it. <laughs> Fuck it, I don't care.
0: So, we haven't quite nailed down our Christmas schedule yet, so...
1: Next we... week's song will be...
2: Have yourself a merry little Christmas. By Judy Garland, as covered by Bing as a ocean, from Punk Go's Christmas Deluxe edition. Back to you, Emma and Sam.
1: And until then, don't push me, push your push pod.
2: What? <laughs>